G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Joining me in the studio, we've got a couple of international guests, Brandon Sieben and Kyle Hasbrook uh, from Compass Global. Brandon is the CEO and Kyle is the COO and uh, it's a blessing to have them here. Uh, Compass is a great ministry, uh, teaching about how to handle money God's way. And uh, shortly we will be opening the phone lines. Get ready to call through if you've got a question about tithing, a question about budgeting, a question about finances, maybe in your marriage, in your business. Uh, These guys uh, have got a great bunch of expertise they can share with us today. Uh, They've recently been in Melbourne and Sydney doing uh, some seminars. Today uh, there's an event on at the Salvation Army in Stafford. And also on Thursday night, we've got them at New Hope Church, Brisbane, uh, doing a special TV interview with TBN. Uh, so it's, uh, it's good to have a bit of a dry run today with the boys and get to know them a bit better. Uh, so let's uh, firstly welcome along Brandon. Uh, tell us a bit of your story, mate. Where were you born and raised? Sure, I was born in the U.S. And first of all, Matt, thanks for having us here. We really appreciate the time. And, you know, praise God, this is a great day for the kingdom. And we're excited to be in Australia. So born in America, raised in America, born in, into a Christian home, uh, raised as a Christian, married a Christian gal, three amazing daughters, and, you know, living the Christian life yep. and business the last 25 years. What kind and of business have you been involved in? A lot of different businesses over the years, uh, globally and domestically in the U.S., uh, primarily office furniture and mm-hmm. fireplaces. Oh, okay. Office furniture. Can you get us some new chairs? These ones are a bit uncomfortable. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, tell us how you got the role at uh, at Compass Global as the CEO. Sure. Well, a long story and total God thing. I, I was privileged and blessed to meet the founder of Compass three years ago, Howard Dayton, through my godfather, and just walked alongside Howard for three years, completely transformed my life. Uh, God then made it very clear that I was to take a hard right, leave the business community, and join Compass and dedicate the rest of my life to to paying it forward for Compass and Howard and to advancing the kingdom and to unleashing our vision on, on the world. And for those who don't know what Compass does, uh, give us a bit of a snapshot of the, uh, the background of the ministry and uh, what do they teach? Sure. We're in you know roughly 80 countries. Right now, we've been around for 10 years, just celebrated our 10-year anniversary. And really, three things we do. One is to teach people what God says about money. There's 7% of the Bible talks about money more than any other topic in the Bible. And Jesus dedicated nearly 50% of his parables using money as a framework. So it's a big deal, big topic. And so Compass helps people really understand what God says about money in order to get them closer to Christ so that they can be faithful, obedient disciples for the rest of their life. And ultimately, uh, we're focused on the the eternal biblical outcome of finishing well. So the day you meet Jesus, you hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. Mm, amen. Well, I just want to personally uh, thank you for partnering with, uh, with us here at Vision Radio. And, you know, I know that uh, Compass has a, a big uh, vision to reach the world and to impact people uh, and, you know, so many Christians just don't get it when it comes to finances. 
and we need good teaching on this subject. So uh, really appreciate you uh, uh, sharing a bit of your story. So let's uh, jump over to Kyle, the COO yes. of Compass. Yes. Uh, tell us a bit about your background, mate. Where were you born and raised? Yes, I was born in the States, mm-hmm. uh, the U.S. Which and, part? Which part? Yeah. Uh, I was born in New Jersey, but uh-huh. spent the majority of my life in Florida. Okay, cool. The last 25 years. Florida, nice. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And uh, tell us a bit about your faith journey. Yeah, so I met the Lord uh, through a ministry called Young Life at the age of 17 mm-hmm. and uh, ended up going on staff with Young Life for eight years. And uh, during that tenure, um, I had the opportunity to train staff people on Young Life. And I ran into this couple that I was training, and they were struggling financially to the point where they didn't think they were going to be able to stay on staff. Mm. And uh, so I, I took them through the book Your Money Counts. And through their faithfulness, uh, they started applying what God's Word had to say about money and possessions. And the result of that was they were able to stay on staff. But the big result of that is over 200 kids came to know the the Lord as a result of their faithfulness. Mm. And so when that happened, I got to see the big picture of that Compass was more than a Bible study on your finances. It was something that was impacting people's lives around the world. Mm. Awesome. And... uh Tell us a bit about your role at uh, Compass. What, what do you, what do you, what's your job there, mate? What do you do? A uh, little bit of everything. <laughs> um, I've been on staff for 15 years, and uh, I'll serve as the operations. I also have helped to create uh, teen material and collegiate studies, and I've worked with Howard Dayton on some of the uh, material that he's created as well that God's put on his heart. Mm. And now I should just explain to our listeners, Howard Dayton was booked to come out to Australia and be a part of this tour. Uh, and uh, he's the founder and he's, you know, he's written this book, Your Money Counts, and written a lot of the courses that you guys have. Uh, but he was unable to make it. So they sent you instead, the younger, are you, are you like the 2.0, the young version, you know? Yeah, I I wouldn't go that far. I don't, I don't even think I could come close to filling Howard's shoes. So, but uh, I'd be I'm honored to be here. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And uh, I have a really close relationship with Howard. He happens to be my father-in-law. Oh right, yes. okay. And so uh, I've had the opportunity to work with him really closely over the last 15 years. Yep. And uh, he's he's a godly man, and God has used him just in a great way to impact uh, not only people in the states but around the world. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, let me just share a quick personal testimony of how uh, Howard's ministry has impact, in, impacted me. So many years ago when I used to have hair, uh, I, <laughs> I was uh, a sales manager at a different Christian radio station, and I just wanted to make money. I just got married. I just wanted to be rich. just wanted to sell lots of advertising. That was my whole goal. And then we did this course called Business by the Book, uh, designed by Howard Dayton, and it changed my focus from uh, wanting to just make money to actually wanting to glorify God in work and to put God first. And so I then started praying for all of my clients and a whole bunch of them got saved. And then I, I did this course called How to Handle Money God's Way, which is also part of Howard's you know ministry that he's, he's written that course to, and learn about tithing and honoring God and putting him first. Uh, and out of all those people that got saved, I sent them to this church called New Hope. And the pastor rings me up and he goes, you're sending all these people to my church. Why don't you come and help? So I went and joined that church. And then he asked me to take over the church and I became a senior pastor. That was 14 years ago. So really all because of this business by the book seminar and the how to handle money God's way. uh, Once I got that right in my life, I believe I was faithful with a little and then God blessed me with more. So I really am 
personally grateful for the ministry you guys have. And please pass this on to Howard and let him know how grateful I am. Uh, but for those who haven't heard about all the different courses that are available uh, from Compass, give us a little snapshot of, uh, of what's available. Sure. We really hit the 80-20. So we have a lot of curriculum and programs and material that focuses on how you, you can apply what God says about money in your home, mm. whether that be relative to just budgeting and financial planning or in your marriage. Mm-hmm. We also have a lot of content that applies to how a business might apply God's vision and Jesus' strategy through their business, including managing money God's way or in the church. And relative to the church, that could be church strategy. So how how does a pastor develop and implement God's vision and Jesus' strategy in their church? And then how does stewardship become part of the church strategy to help people you know, improve along the journey to manage money God's way, mm. knowing that it's all God's. Mm. And you guys have a whole bunch of e-books and coaches and other, you know, facilitated training. You, you do a lot of stuff for churches, don't you? Just unpack that a bit for us. We do. We really cut our teeth as a as a ministry that was focused on small group Bible studies, and that is uh, a method that Howard really believes in, and we all do. It's a very effective method, and really the idea for a small group study is it takes 10, 12, 14, 16 weeks to change your life, change your behavior, develop new habits and routines. So we we have offline programs that are focused on going through the journey with other people to, you know, get from I'm not on track to finish well, I'm not managing money to I, now I have new habits and routines and I'm doing those things God's way. Mm. And then all of those programs and curriculum and and products also now are online as well. So you can take those through DVD series, you can take those uh, through a, ver- a various number of iBooks to kind of learn and implement, even if you wanted to do self-studies. Fantastic. Well, in just a moment, we're going to open the phone lines. Uh, if you've got a question, you can call through on 1-800-316-316. And just give us a bit of a, a snapshot. If people want to call today and ask some questions, maybe people want to ask about tithing, maybe people want to ask about doing a budget, maybe there's business people that need some advice, uh, are, are you guys, you know, qualified financial planners, or you know, we're, you know, we need to clear this up just in case people have any, you know, tough questions. Are, are you happy to take some calls? Yeah. We're happy to take calls, and really, nothing's <laughs> off limits. Yep. The only thing I would say we don't do is we don't invest money for people, yeah, and we don't make investment recommendations. We really anchor on what does the Bible say, yep. and how can you apply that. And we'll do our best to try to share our own personal stories of things we've done to try to implement these principles in our own lives uh, via Compass. Mm, absolutely. Can you give out money if there are people that are broke that, no, you don't do that? No, okay, I just thought I'd just check. <laughs> that, I mean, i got, a, I got 20 US dollars in my pocket right now. That would help you out, Matt. <laughs> there you go. They do have that generosity thing from Howard Dayton. That's good, I like that. Yeah. No, I'm fine, I'm fine, thanks, Pete. Thank you for your generosity. Hey, if you do want to call through, now is the time to call 1-800-316-316. Uh, our guest in the studio, uh, Brandon Sieben and Carl Hasbrook from Compass Global. Maybe you've got a question about tithing, a question about budgeting. Maybe you're a business person that needs some, uh, uh, some uh, you know, to have a discussion about financial advice. And the other thing is you guys are happy to pray for people today as well. I know you guys still do that, don't you? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, one of, our th- one of our five core values is to be prayer-driven. Awesome. Absolutely. And so absolutely. We'd be happy to pray for anybody out there that is looking for the Holy Spirit to guide and direct their steps on on how to Come manage on. money God's way. I'm getting excited. This Amen. is great. And we've got Una from Margate in Tassie. How are you? Hello. How are you? You got a question or a comment for the boys? 
Oh, hi. Um, yes, um, good morning. Um, good afternoon, sorry. I've got a question, um, please. Um, sorry, good morning. Um, sorry, I've just woken up. I've got a little baby. Oh. Um, yes, I've, I've got a question about um, um, tithing. Um, what does it look like to give God your first fruits? So um, do we give God from our net profit or the gross profit after tax has um, been taken out? Um, and also when it comes to budgeting, how much do you budget and uh, how much do you put aside for savings um, if you have um, family who you want to assist? Sometimes you end up with no money at all. Um, is it okay to ever say no um, because you want to save for your family or do you just continue to save? Uh, sorry, continue to give. Thank you. Brandon, what are your thoughts, oh. Matt? Hey, well, Uni first, thanks for the question. Really appreciate that. That's a tough, tough couple questions there. And there's a lot of scripture that speaks to tithing and budgeting. And so I, the first thing I'd say is think about in your own situation and pray, what, what would God have you do? I'd say in my own case, I've generally been more after tax uh, versus before tax to your specific question, but I'm not sure that that God really is directing us to sort of calculate and quantify. It's really more about what's in your heart and what's your mindset. And you know, a couple of scriptures maybe for encouragement. First would be First Chronicles 29, 11 through 12. And that really sums it up for us at Compass. God owns everything, all 100%. So it's, whether it's before tax, after tax, 10%, 50%, you know, start there and really uh, think about what God's asking you and your family to do relative to being a shepherd and a steward of all that God's entrusted with you. And the second thing I would say, just relative to mindset, another piece of great scripture is right out of Philippians 4, 10 through 20, and specifically maybe hone in on verse 17, where Paul is talking about, hey, I'm good either way. I've been through ups and downs and, and uh, good and tough, but ultimately relative to giving, give or don't give. But what I would desire is that it would be credited to your account. And so when you think about the amount after tax, before tax, uh, maybe consider what's going to put a smile on God's face and how can I be uh, effective as a mother in my home and as uh, a parent and as a spouse and also uh, be be doing things God's way. Thanks for the question. Kyle, you want to address maybe the financial, the budgeting question? Sure. What was the question again? Oh, it was about savings. Um, um, how much do you, is it okay to save when you have people who need assistance. Is it ever okay to say no because you want to have money um, in your account, you know, for a rainy day? Yes. Yeah, so uh, typically what we recommend is that people have a uh, $1,000 emergency savings account um, so that they don't have to go into debt to help anybody out. Um, that when something comes up that's a crisis, uh, they can go to that rather than going to debt or a credit card. Now, when it comes to family members, I think the key question isn't, isn't so much the amount, but the question is, are you enabling the person or are you equipping the person? And so obviously we don't want to enable uh, behavior that is taking away from our personal finances, uh, but we also want to help them. So with family members, I think the biggest thing is praying through uh, what their needs are, uh, communication is always key, communicating with the family member what their needs are exactly and what they specifically need help with. And then evaluating that, continuing to, to pray 
and then just moving forward with that. In savings, I would say for your personal savings, you I, we would recommend saving at least 10% of your income, um, and that could be either uh, to help build your emergency fund for one month and then maybe grow it to three to six months, um, but also uh, for savings in the future. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Yes. Thanks so Thank much you. for your call. God bless. God bless you too. Thank you. And we've got uh, Cyril from Geraldton WA. Hey, Cyril, you've got a question or a comment? Uh, just comment. Um, uh, I've found that um, uh, as I was listening then, uh, it says that uh, there's a scripture that says, the earth and the fullness thereof is the Lord's. So in other words, it's all his. Uh, and another one in Malachi, it says, uh, um uh, bring your uh, tithes and offerings into my storehouse, you know. And he says that he'll press it down and um, pour out from heaven a blessing upon us. So it's not so much, um, and like I'm a single person, so it's easier for me. I don't have other people to worry about. Um so, um, yeah, I tithe uh, and give offerings, and I've always been in abundance. Uh, so, um, yeah, we ca- it's not so much uh, giving and tithing. It all belongs to God anyway. Uh, it's a case of not. We uh, we sh- um, can't afford not to tithe and give offerings. Good, good comments there, uh, Cyril. Any, any anything you want to add to that, Brandon? I think spot on. Back to the mindset. You know, you you nailed it there. Which is, it's all God's. And how does God want us to manage what He's entrusted us with? Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, thank you so much for your call, Cyril. No worries. God bless. And also we've got uh, Kate from Townsville. Hey, Kate, you've got a question or a comment? Hey, I've got a bit of both, actually. I just wanted to thank you guys for um, doing this interview and just the ministry that you guys are a part of. I actually wasn't aware of it before. Um, I just had a bit of a question in terms of, obviously, with money, one of the fundamental things, the basic thing is your income needs to um, be bigger than your expenses. Um, In certain circumstances where... Um, low income and health issues play a part in actually sending that out of whack. Um, what sort of resources or what sort of um, programs are available through the ministry for people to be able to access? Um, I have tried to access something through another ministry, but they're not in my town. I uh, just wanted to get a bit of um, yeah direction on that because I, I tithe and I'm very much a believer in you know listening to the Holy Spirit's leading in terms of blessing people, um, but a bit like the first callers. Um, question about budgeting you know obviously god's given us a family that we need to take care of but there's um the fine line between that and obviously trusting god to provide a way um when we're obedient to his leading and i'd also appreciate prayer fantastic uh, kate uh brandon your, your thoughts sure well great question kate and we'd refer you to the website and to our facebook page you can see what all the curriculum and programs that we would have but specific to your question you know, I would I would think about stewardship as, as very broad in terms of the definition. And so assuming that God is asking us to be a steward, 
of not just our money. We're talking about money today, and sure, you know, 7% of the Bible is money, and Jesus used 50% of his parables uh, with framework as a reference. Stewardship is about how you're handling your home, how you're handling your health, how you're handling your kids. And so I, I would in, not feel bad if you're not in a position where you can give as much as you'd like today because you're having to take care of your, of your health or, or your family's health or if you're in a low-income situation, I think it's really about can you use budgeting tools, financial planning, to begin to, to develop and implement a path towards progress. And I think that's one really important point, thinking about the long-term biblical outcome of finishing well. It is a journey. It's not a destination, and don't feel like you have to solve for it today. The, the key is are you, are you better tomorrow than you were today? And are you making progress towards doing things the way God would have you do them? And we had a Facebook comment from Lawrence uh, saying, It's been a hard lesson, but I trust God now, knowing how sowing and reaping works as blessing every area in our lives. Uh, Brandon, do you want to just uh, speak to that for us, mate? I would. And Lawrence, thanks for that comment. And when I, when I think about reaping what you sow and sowing what you reap, and, you know, it makes me think about... When you've been blessed with a lot, and we've been talking a little bit, how do you manage money when maybe you have a little? But what does God expect from the rich? What does God expect from those who have been blessed with significant means? And relative to giving, you know, I think it makes me think about things like retirement and luxury. And luxury is not biblical, and retirement is not biblical. And so I'd provide some encouragement to the listeners out there who have been blessed with means. And how do you get yourself in a position? Uh, to finish well relative to giving. And there's a great piece of scripture that I love to refer to when I spent the time with Howard going through this process over uh, the last three years, Luke 12, 13 through 21. And that scripture literally scared the hell out of me, (laughs) you know, in that, you know, an individual in the Bible had a really good harvest and he decided to build some grain bins and fill them up and he was going to just relax and take it easy. and, And God took that dude out that night. And so I think it's really important to be thinking about when you have been blessed with means uh, to finish strong and finish well Mm. with the idea of reaping and sowing in mind. And God expects a significant amount, maybe more so from those that have been blessed with means. And there's a lot of scripture. uh, We love to talk about what, what God says about giving specifically. And so my encouragement to all of those out there today that have been blessed with means is, you know, how could potentially God use you to be a gospel patron mm-hmm. and to help help advance the kingdom through you and through your ability to, to help support financially those that are in need? Yeah. Well, mate, I've just felt the conviction of the Holy Spirit in the studio while you've been speaking. So I, I know that retirement isn't biblical. I've heard that before. But you said luxury isn't biblical. Whew, just unpack that again for us, would you? Yeah, luxury isn't biblical. Like, I think we have the curse of prosperity here in Australia and and in the US. You know, we're we're blessed. We're in one of the richest nations of the world. We we live for holidays. We live for our nice cars. We live for our you know comfort, uh, creature comforts. So you're telling us luxury isn't biblical. Just unpack that for me, brother. Yeah, (laughs) we have the same issue in America. Yeah, and I think you know where I go is: are we playing the short game or the long game? Meaning. Are we, is God calling us to create wealth for ourselves Mm. or is God calling us to pay it forward 
And so I always go to the Great Commission, Matthew 28, 18 through 20, mm. obeying all the commands. And I just, you know, the the part we, we really want to, you know, apply that's convenient, but he, including the money parts. And so when I say luxury is not biblical, I, I go to that scripture in Luke where it talks about, uh, you know, the idea of retirement. And that's not really what God's called us to do to take it easy. Mm. I want to. I look at the scripture around talents, and God has an expectation of return. If you have five talents, He wants a five talent return. If, yep. you, if He's blessed you with two talents, He wants a two talent return. There really isn't anything in scripture that speaks to, you know, I'm going to allow you to to have a hundred cars and a six thousand square foot house, uh, and and be irresponsible relative to serving the poor and needy. And there's a significant amount of scripture. And specifically back to Jesus' commands that talks about how we are to help the poor and needy when mm. we've been blessed as means. So That's good. Uh, for me personally in my life, and I'm convicted every day, I have to carry the cross, but at Compass, we, we do not believe that, you know, accumulating wealth just from for the standpoint of having significant amount of means here on earth is the the uh, the right way to advance God's kingdom. There's nothing wrong with having a lot of money. There's nothing wrong with developing uh, a legacy for your family. We we also believe that's very important to be thinking about how you can live responsibly and then pass pass some financial uh, gain on to your family going forward. But in terms of luxury, partic- in particular, uh, just spending money wisely and and uh, and turning a blind eye to the poor and needy out there, we b- we believe there's a better way. Wow, that's good stuff, mate. Love this. Hey, if you'd like to call through and have a chat, our guests are Brandon Sieben and Cole Hasbrook from Compass Global. You can call through on one eight hundred three sixteen three sixteen. And we've got Sasha from Queensland. How are you, Sasha? Sasha, are you there? Oh, there's something going on in the background there. Can you hear me, Sasha? No, we'll put you back on hold. Uh, maybe we can come back to Sasha in a moment. We've got Christy from Bunbury in WA. Uh, actually, no, I had the wrong line there. I think. Let me let me go back here. We got we got Sasha on line three. How are you doing, Sasha? Yeah, good. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. What's your uh, question or comment? Um, I, well, I was just ringing. Um, I wondered if they would mind praying for me. Yes. What would you like prayer for? Um, well, I, I separated from my husband several months ago and I've had to um, be a sole income provider now for myself. Um, so I've had to really learn financial management very, very quickly. Um, so I'm doing the tithing, then to my bills, which are all paid, and then saving a portion and living on. But I've got some huge bills coming up and a bit of a fear that my husband might become financially bankrupt and that it's all going to land on me. Mm. So um, I would really love some prayer for that, please. Brandon, you able to pray? Now we're going to go over to Carl over here. Carl, can you pray? Yes, absolutely. And what was your name again? Sasha. Sasha. Great. Thank you. Sasha, I just want to give you an encouragement. I was thumbing through the devotional uh, here at the radio station while we were waiting, and Hebrews thirteen five says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Oh, and uh, so I don't think that was a coincidence that I saw that today. So I, let me pray for you. Thank you. Uh, Lord, I pray for Sasha, and I pray that she would just be faithful in what you have given her and entrusted her with. Um, I pray that she would be obedient to how you're leading her and guiding her in her finances and in her life. I pray that you would heal relationships uh, that mm. she has, that you would comfort her and encourage her during this time and walk with her as she seeks you. 
And we pray all this in your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Bless you guys. You're welcome. Thanks for your call. God bless. Bye-bye. And if you'd like to call through and join the conversation, you can call on 1-800-316-316. And we've got Christy from Bunbury in WA. How you doing, Christy? I'm all right. How are you today? Good. Have you got a question or a comment? Yeah, I was just listening to Sasha as well. Um, we have just declared ourselves bankrupt as well. We were blessed with a great job and we invested. We prayed about all of our investments and we thought that we were preparing for the future like we thought we were being good stewards, but um, we've moved for our family and um, we're in a position now that we can't afford anything, so we've become bankrupt. Mm. Um, and it's quite a scary thing, but God is with us. And I am just being reminded that we don't get to take anything to heaven and no matter what we do, we just come as we are, and God accepts us just like that, and he loves us anyway. Mm. Uh, Brandon, any thoughts or comments? Absolutely. Well, I can tell an idea in my own personal case, some of my greatest failures have informed exactly what you said, that God is with us, and the only thing in the end that matters is Jesus Christ. Mm. And it's not the stuff. You can't take the stuff with you. But to your specific uh, situation, one of the things that we often refer to in Scripture that ties to our part is 1 Corinthians 4.2, which really just reads that, you know, our role is, our part is to faithfully manage what the Lord entrusts to us. And so, you know, your situation has changed. And, you know, so really now at this point is to, to do the best that you can to faithfully manage what you do have and and uh, to handle what you can control, which are the next steps, what happens today, what happens tomorrow, given what you had, staying faithful to God and keeping your eye on Jesus Christ, knowing that, that he's going to bring you through this and that there is learning in this that's going to help you later on in life. Because The other thing that we would say here in, in encouragement is your whole life connects what you've learned at this point and what God wants you to learn from here on out, all c- connects to a plan, his plan, that's uh, that's ultimately going to lead to to good in terms of outcomes. Mm. Yeah, good. <laughs> we can't do that right now. We've got six children, and yeah, it's tough, but God is in this, and he just reminds us to keep our eyes fixed on him at all times. Amen. Christy, would you like us to pray for you? Yeah, that would be great. Thank you. Brandon, are you able to lead us? Absolutely. Well, dear Heavenly Father, we would just pray for this time as a learning opportunity. We would pray that you would bless uh, this listener with wisdom, with understanding, with strength, with encouragement, with hope, and with tangible uh, areas to, to, to move towards to get from the situation that they're in into a better situation uh, knowing that this is a difficult time for their family with six kids. And we just pray that, that you would direct their steps, the Holy Spirit, that you would show up and work through this family and that you would guide and direct them and uh, and help them, you know, and continue to, to move their feet forward and to continue to make progress and to continue to keep their faith and their trust and their hope in you and on you and around you, Jesus, knowing that uh, you've got them in the palm of your hand. Pray these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. 
Amen. And I'm thankful that we're not as bad as Job was. We still have all of our children and we still have each other. Amen. Great. Wonderful. That uh, gratefulness, you know, what does the Bible say? Enter his gates with thanksgiving in your hearts, enter his courts with praise. It's a key to being close to God, being thankful, isn't it, hey? Yeah. Yeah. Good on you, Christy. Thanks for your call. God bless. Thank you. Bye. Bye. And if you'd like to call through, phone lines are open. We've got another 10 minutes with the boys from Compass Global. Call through now on 1-800-316-316. And we've got the CEO and the COO of Compass Global from the USA. Compass has a great ministry, uh, ministries like uh, doing business God's way, um, on uh, how to handle money God's way, uh, uh, stewardship seminars they're running around our nation. Uh, They're teaching people about uh, what the Word of God says about finances. If you've got a question, maybe you'd like some prayer as well. Call through on 1-800-316-316. And uh, we've got Asin from Perth. Oh, no, we've uh, we've lost him there. Uh, Either that or he's reversing a truck. Uh, If you'd like to call through, the phone lines are open now. 1-800-316-316. And we've got another question uh, or a comment that's come in from Narelle uh, on Facebook. Uh, She says, I went to a really good money stewardship course years ago, and it has lots of homework, but it was worthwhile. Uh, Do you want to just uh, share with us, Kyle, a little bit about these uh, stewardship courses you guys do? Yes. Well, first of all, let me just say congratulations and great job on being faithful in in finishing the homework, doing the homework, uh, because when we look at finances, whether it's debt, saving, investing, whatever the topic is, there's essentially two parts. There's God's part and there's our part. And our part is to be faithful. And so I read a quote uh, the other day through a uh, Matthew Henry commentary that said, bad principles are the root of bad practices. And so when we go through a course where God talks about finances, we're not learning about good principles. We're learning about godly principles. And that's a big difference. And that helps us to uh, be able to apply what we're learning in a really practical way intangible way. And so I would encourage anyone who uh, wants to learn more about what God says about money to go to compass1.org.au, get involved in a small group study, um, possibly lead one. You do not need to be a financial expert to do that. You just need to be someone who loves people and is faithful on this discipleship journey. Absolutely awesome. And, you know, uh, there's a guy in my church who uh, was homeless and he and his girlfriend were living on the streets. They had a baby boy, and they came to the Lord. And uh, we actually did their wedding at our soup kitchen at the church. It was so cool. It's a great God story. Uh, we uh, we did a financial course with him. He then got a job. He's now full time. And the other day, I told him that I had you guys come into my church to do this TV thing with TBN. Uh, it's this Thursday night. If anyone wants to come, anyway, he said uh, I was praying about whether I should come or not, and I found a compass in my car. <laughs> and he said, I knew God was speaking to me that I need to come and learn from these guys. And he said, and God really said to me, I need to find my true north when it comes to my finances. Because wow. the reality is a lot of us get lost with yes. our finances. And that's really, I, I love the name Compass, you know, find your true north. So anyway, hey, we've got lots of calls coming through. You can call on 1-800-316-316. We've got Beth from Bundaberg. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. Have you got a question or a comment? Uh, I just wanted to, um, I just only just jumped in the car and tuned in and I heard that lady talking about uh, being bankrupt um, and I just wanted to maybe feed into that conversation a little bit if that was okay. Sure. Um, I had the experience just recently at Christmas time actually where uh, I um, had 
property that that I was had bought and was investing in for my my retirement, my nest egg, uh, and a whole bunch of things went wrong, and I just I lost everything basically, and um, I was absolutely devastated, and I was in bed that night saying, you know, why God, why, 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 uh, and then the next morning God showed me that I'd actually placed so much importance on money and my own financial future. And managing it myself and controlling it myself that I didn't go to God on any of it. And I didn't trust God to provide for my future. So he He showed me that, you know, in my case, I was stubborn and he'd shown me that a little bit before and I just wouldn't let go. And so he took it away. And now I'm I'm actually, you know, rebuilding and, and but in God's will and feeling quite free about that. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Brandon, any thoughts or comments on that? Absolutely. And I I can share part of my testimony as well. I went through a process very similar, being in business for a long period of time. Money at the end of the day is about all I thought about. I worked for a for-profit company and nothing wrong with business, but it really became mostly about how do I create more? How do I make more? And the focus was money. And ultimately, God got a hold of me, similar to you in, in your case, I'm sure the learning you went through, and said, are you about money or are you about me? Wow. Yes. And if yes. you're about me, prove it and demonstrate it through your action. Mm. And I think it's, it's incredible when God shows up and he does that. And that's really the beginning of incredible transformation you can go through. And in my particular case, that's, that's what happened. Yeah. I think Billy Graham said, you can really know who someone worships when you look at their pocketbook or in this day and age, look at their bank account. You know, right. you, you can look through your statement and see where, you, where your money's going and, you know, who are you serving? You can't both serve both God and money. It's so true. Uh, wonderful. So much for your call, Beth. Thanks, thanks so much. No worries. Thank you. Have a great day. God bless. If you'd like to call through, the phone lines are open on 1-800-316-316. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, we've got uh, Stephen from Brisbane. How you doing, mate? Oh, we've lost Stephen. We've got Hassan. How you doing, brother? Hassan. Hey, have you got a question or a comment? Yeah, I'm talking for Hassan because his English is not that good. Yeah. And um, my name's Ivan Pilton. I'm out at Motorvale. But uh, he's living with me. And uh, he's been in detention centre and he hasn't handled money for five years. And he's 35 years of age, but he loves the Lord. He's had uh, a lot of uh, instruction. And... Um, He's looking for a job at the moment, so he feels that that's a priority. So uh, he wants to pay bills and all that sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, I'll just ask that you'll pray for him. He rang you, actually. He rang you twice now because of the it fell out before. And uh, so he's rung again now, and he asked me to talk for him. So, yeah, if someone there can uh, pray for Hassan, uh, he'd be very, very grateful. Thank you. All right, Brandon, take it away. Good. And so... Heavenly Father, we pray for Hassan today, and we pray that you would help him through this transition he's going through, uh, difficulty, and now trying to turn the corner and and live for you, God, and do things your way. We pray that you would bless and favor him in, in these next steps, that you would help him find work, and that he would contribute, and, and that he would do that in a way that's loving and serving to you. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. And one thing that I would add, too, and we can maybe try to pass this through uh, PJ and his team. Uh, We do a fair amount of work in the U.S. with folks that have been incarcerated, with folks that are trying to go through that transition and even do the basics. Number one, how do I manage money when I get some? And, And obviously, when I make that money the right way. But then, two, 
if I'm looking for work, how do I, how do I write a resume mm. and how do I conduct myself on a job interview? And when I get the hard question, why aren't you working now? Yeah. And what's been going on? How do you answer those questions? And so we'd love to be able to come alongside you uh, if you want to uh, talk to us on the on our Facebook page or on our website and, mm. and help you maybe with some basic blocking and tackling that would that would maybe give you hope and confidence that you, know, you can do some tangible things on those next steps. Absolutely awesome. Now, guys, I just got a message from our producer here. Uh, the lady who had six kids that just called up before, a man has called up our station and said he'd like to bless her family financially. So we need to ask her to call back. So... <laughs> So uh, if, uh, if that dear sister could call the office on 1-800-00-0770, uh, we would love to uh, get your phone number because we didn't get your number when you called before. So hopefully you're still listening. Uh, Christy from Bunbury and WA, I think it was. So if you could please call 1-800-00-0770, talk to our office team and uh, give us your details. There is a man who's listening that wants to bless you. Uh, isn't that just the way the kingdom works, eh? Amen. That's wonderful. <laughs> So good. Now, we've got a couple of minutes to uh, focus on the families on, guys. Uh, let's uh, give your website a plug. So it's compass1.org.au, compass1.org.au. Uh, and also, you guys are on Facebook. It's Compass Finances God's Way Australia. Uh, people can search you up there. Uh, PJ is the, is the, the Aussie uh, leader or director of, uh, of Compass. He's a, a great man of God. And uh, I know that... Uh, uh, they've got a good team that are working alongside them as well. Now, this Thursday night, I'm going to have these two guys with us at New Hope Church, Brisbane, 46 Kelvin Grove Road. And uh, we're going to do a special TV special with TBN. Uh, we're going to be filming these guys sharing a bit of their stories and a bit about the heart for Compass and uh, finances God's way. And we will have a bit of Q&A as well on the night. If you want to come through and uh, ask some questions about finances and get some prayer from the guys, uh, we're really believing for breakthrough for many people's lives when it comes to stewardship. Uh, with finances. Yeah, and I would also add tonight at 7 o'clock at the Salvation Army, Stafford, uh, we're having our Compass launch, and uh, anyone who would want to attend that, we'd love for you to join us. Um, Compass has officially launched here in Australia, and we're excited about uh, how God's going to lead our team. Praise God. Well, guys, it's been such a blessing to have you with with us in the studio today. If you want to check out the Facebook Live from the start of the program today, you can check it out at facebook.com forward slash vision radio. And once again, if you'd like to continue the conversation with the guys from Compass in Australia, look up their Facebook page, uh, search up Compass Finances God's Way Australia, or you can find their website compass1.org.au, compass the number one.org.au. God bless you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks, Thank you. Man. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.